In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, glory be to Jesus Christ. We continue our study of the life of blessed St. John Maximovich, our patron saint, and looking at many miracles which he committed, which he caused to happen during his life and also through his prayers. Today we hear the very interesting story, a very rare disease. In 1988, my daughter developed a rare, this is a testimony from a mother in California. <clears throat> In 1988, my, my daughter developed a rare condition, alepikia anniversalis, causing a complete loss of hair on the head and on the entire body. There is no known cause of this illness and no cure. My daughter liked to pray at Archbishop John's sepulcher, and one Sunday she went there and begged Vladika with tears to give her eyebrows, <clears throat> eyelashes, and hair on her body. She didn't mention the hair on her head. She couldn't stop weeping. She told Vladika that she could live without hair on her head, but please give me eyebrows, eyelashes, and hair on my body. And there was a miracle. Her eyebrows, eyelashes, and body hair began to appear. She is so grateful to Vladika and only regrets that at the same time she hadn't asked for hair on her head also. We have this testimony from Michael Birikov of Stratfield, Australia, concerning Vladika's clairvoyance. Clairvoyance is the ability to know things that humanly you should not be able to know, to know the thoughts of other people, to know occurrences that are outside of your realm of experience. And the two, of, the two, of, the following, of the two following episodes from the life of Ladika John, the first was told me by a clergyman from Shanghai, the second by a Shanghai merchant, the late Dmitry Mikhailovich Azovetsev. Vladika was asked to bring the holy mysteries to a dying man in a Russian hospital in Shanghai. He was accompanied by a member of the clergy. Arriving at the hospital, they saw a young man of about 20, full of vitality, playing a harmonica. He was waiting in line to be discharged. Vladika called him, I want to give you holy communion. Then and there, the young man had confession and partook of the holy mysteries. Think about this bishop. If we think about bishops, you know, they... What? Okay. From the, from the beginning? Focus on it. All right. Vladika was asked to bring the holy mysteries to a dying man in the Russian hospital in Shanghai. He was accompanied by a member of the clergy, Arriving at the hospital, they saw a young man of about 20, full of vitality, playing a harmonica. He was waiting in line to be discharged. Vladika called him, I want to give you Holy Communion. And I was going to make a point. You know, we think about bishops, modern bishops in America, so often their whole life is just going from church to church, sitting down at a banquet, 
giving a sermon, talking to the people, and then moving on. It's just like, that just seems like the life of a bishop. And administratives, being in his office and running the affairs of the diocese and making sure things are done properly. And that's, that's all good. And, and doing ordinations. But when we read about St. John, no matter what he was doing else, he was always in the hospitals. Mental hospitals, regular hospitals, orphanages, the, the places where the downtrodden, the poor, and the sick were. And so we see him coming into this hospital with a clergyman to give someone Holy Communion. He sees this man waiting to be discharged, he's playing harmonica, he's in full health, and he stops and he says, I want to give you communion. Not only communion, but he gives him confession. He hears his confession. Another thing that bishops don't do a lot of. <clears throat> so, then and there the young man had confession and partook of the holy mysteries. The astonished clergyman asked Valdika why he hadn't gone straightway to the dying man. Instead had delayed with this obviously young, healthy young man. Valdika replied bluntly, Tonight he will die. Whereas the man who is seriously ill will live for many more years. And indeed that is just what happened. How did he know that? Because he was connected to God. He had the mind of Christ. He was totally immersed in the heavenly kingdom. While still living in the body. A friend of Dmitry Mikhailovich Ivatsev, also a merchant, had a car. While driving one day, he caught sight of Vladika John stopped and got out of the car to ask his blessing. It was late evening and it was raining. Blessing the merchant, Vladika asked him to give him a ride and gave him an address. They stopped at an apartment. The door was opened by the lady of the house. When, when Vladika asked to see her husband, he was told that the man, feeling tired, had had dinner and had already gone to bed. Vladika asked that the man be awakened. Now that's another sign. He is God speaking to him, and he is not afraid to be embarrassed to knock on somebody's door, tell somebody to go wake up somebody. You know, a lot of us would be like, "Well, I don't want to bother you," but he he didn't let those kinds of things get in his way. Vladika asked that the man be awakened after confessing him. Vladika gave him Holy Communion. On the way back, the merchant asked Vladika what need there was for such haste to commune a perfectly healthy man. Well, he went to bed early that night. Do you think he was perfectly healthy? He is going to die tonight, answered Vladika. He was right. And finally, this testimony from LNI of San Francisco. Early in the morning of July 2nd, 1984, the anniversary of Ladika John's repose, Mr. I. Ma made his way to the sepulcher for the divine liturgy. 
Now this is, this is the sepulcher of St. John in San Francisco, in the cathedral there, where his body lies in state, incorrupt. <clears throat> he had been cautioned that there would be a lot of people. He, he therefore arrived early at 5 a.m. The clergy were already preparing for the liturgy when suddenly Ima saw Vladika John in white apparel. Vladika walked through the clergy towards Ima. Ima bowed low to ask Vladika's blessing, but when he raised his head, Vladika had disappeared. It should be noted that Ima had just arrived from China in December of 1983. There, thanks to the communists, he had spent 17 years in prison and for 35 years was persecuted because, at Vladika John's request, he had assisted some Russians. In other words, this man, he had known St. John alive in Shanghai. And he had been imprisoned for 17 years for doing something that St. John had asked him to do to help the Russians in China. And 35 more years of being persecuted by the Chinese in, in, in China. He came, finally came to America. He came to the cathedral where St. John's body lie in rest, where his relics were. And St. John blessed him with a vision of himself, seeing him. And you have to think that perhaps St. John was rewarding him for all he suffered on behalf of the church. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, glory be to Jesus Christ. Holy St. John, pray to God for us.